free. Oh, I already pressed it. Um, the I um, wait, what? It sounds familiar. <laughs> Welcome back to Babel's Legends Podcast. My name is Carrie and tonight I'm joined by... Nisi! Yes, it's Team Carnisi here again. This week we watched Legends of Tomorrow Season 2, Episode 15, which is called Fellowship of the Spear. We would just like to give you a spoiler alert during this podcast. We are going to be talking about this episode and future episodes and past episodes. So if you've not seen them, go watch them and come back to us. We'll be here and we'll wait for you. Nisi, why don't you tell us about this episode? Well, in this episode, our Legends team is going to France. And, um, you know, they want to retrieve the last pieces of the spear and finally destroy this thing um, and get it before the legions of doom legion of doom and it got directed by ben hernandez bray and written by keto shimizu and matthew mala i mean they did a great job i liked this episode but yes. i feel like i say that every week but they're always good it's legends of tomorrow like it's always good. Um, yes. So I feel like we should just jump right in and start discussing our most favorite parts of this episode. Yeah. Why don't you take it away this time? I mean, I would love to, but I have no idea. Um, <laughs> I had more things that I didn't like about this episode than I have things I liked about it which is strange because usually it's the other way about but I think I'm leaning towards um number one the white canary suit being back out being seen again love that um and then that fight scene where they're running towards getting Christ's blood on the battlefield and like Sarah has the spear but she's just straight up knocking people out like it's so good it's such a good fight scene so I'm going with that one what about you yeah, you know, when it comes to my favorite scenes, it's always, some of them are always about Sarah. Mostly. <laughs> so I also love that we see the suit again, like the canary suit. And I also love the scene between Nick and Amaya. And yeah, I just, I don't know. There were like little pieces that I really liked. Like, like I said, the conversation between Mick and Amaya, that was funny. Mick is always funny, even if he doesn't intend to be. Excuse and over here. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so sorry, I keep sneezing and I've been trying to hold it in, but it just keeps happening. It's like, so not okay. It's okay. Yeah. Bless you. Excuse me, yep. I think I'm good. Um, yeah, I agree with you about the scene. I like the relationship between Mick and Amaya. And I like that they both have sort of an understanding of, of the each other's sort of temptation to change their lives 
Um, even though, like, Mick obviously does eventually give in to his temptation and Amaya doesn't, I think it's a really important, like, relationship that they have. Yeah. I think um, so. Yeah. I, I, I do. I am a... So what was your least favourite part? My least favourite part? Um... <laughs> I don't know, actually. <laughs> um, I think when I know it's a hallucination of Mick, but when when Leonard Snart said like like that the team are losers and that they don't care about Mick because that's not true. That pieces that, that that kind of pissed me off, you know, because they care about me. He's he's like the drunk uncle, so you know. See, for me, a lot of my issues with the episode were to do with Mick as well, but it's on the different level, okay? By this point, we're supposed to believe that Mick Rory has been kidnapped by the um time pigs, whatever he calls them. Um yeah. he's been um Kronos, right? He's been him. Mm -hmm. He had the ability to know that they could go into Rip's mind space to save Rip. And he's yeah. smart enough that he's been already stealing stuff throughout history after losing his partner. But we're still supposed to believe that he is stupid. And it's actually, it's really quite annoying me the fact that they're portraying him as stupid because he's absolutely not like sure he's not got the best use of the english language sure he muddles words up sometimes but it doesn't mean he's not an intelligent man he is an intelligent man and i think that um one of the like significant moments that i wrote down that really really annoyed me uh that he wasn't smart enough to know that like about what was going on with snart like i don't i just don't buy it like i don't believe that he would be like oh it's just another hallucination like uh, like i believe he's very much the kind of person if you can see it you can believe it so when he gets punched in the face like he should have then been aware of the fact that it was um real and i think him He's not, he's, I, I don't like the fact that he is portrayed as this stupid person. Yeah, yeah I agree. And he likes his food and he's got a comedic aspect to the show, but he's anything but stupid. They keep yeah. putting him as stupid. It doesn't make sense. And like at the end, when um, he just joins the, the, the opposite side, like, I don't, it just, there was other ways that the Legion could have got the spear without it having to be Mick that gave it to them. Eobarthon could have zoomed in and snatched it straight out of Sarah's hands. Job done. She was standing out there holding it. She hands it to Mick as she goes to hand it over. He could have zoomed in and took it. Like, it didn't have to be Mick because I don't buy it. I don't buy that he would just swap sides. I don't buy that he would go with them. I believe that him and Amaya had built the kind of relationship where she was influencing him and I, I just I don't buy it he's not it's like the the moment when 
Sarah hands him the spear, he has a realization in that moment, you know what, like it, maybe Snart was telling me that these people didn't trust me. However, she's just handed me the spear of destiny. Of course she trusts me. She's she's trusting yeah. me to hold on to this. She's trusting me out of all these people who are here. Like she could have gave it to Maya. She could have gave it to Ray. She could have gave it to Nate, but she didn't. She gave it to Mick. And he should have seen that as a level of trust and then realized that maybe they're not his friends and maybe they, like everybody else, assumes he's not very smart. However, they have, they have to trust him or they wouldn't have handed him the damn thing. I don't get it. It just, it doesn't add up. It's my least favourite part, the way that Mick is written into this episode because I don't think that... Like, I don't believe that after Mick switches sides, they would all turn on him and be like, like, you know, when he tells Snart mm -hmm. the plan, the legends that we know that we've seen up until this point would have heard him say that he thought it was a hallucination and being like, oh, all right, you thought you were seeing your dead best friend after a visit in the place that he died and you told him the plan like that's not okay but they wouldn't have turned on him like it just it's not it felt like they just needed some way to give the legion the spear so they just wrote in this cockamamie story and it just doesn't add up it's they, like a, a filler thing yeah they they just they just needed a way to get the spear from the legends to the legion so they were like, oh, well, we'll just get Mick to switch sides. That's fine. But didn't actually think deeply into the fact that this character has already been on a massive growth from when he came on the ship to when he was Kronos to afterwards when he used his intelligence from lifetimes that he was Kronos to assist the legends, to building a relationship with Sarah, which he's already started doing, to building one with Amaya, who's his friend. You know, it just, it does, I don't buy it. It doesn't, like, he's he's friends with Ray. Think about it. He's like, you're not my friend. Blah, blah, blah. They were partners. They worked together. They, they, they were in prison together. They, like, Ray sacrificed himself and so that Mick wouldn't get tortured in, in the, the prison, right? It's just, yeah. They, they, they've just put it in there because they were like, oh yeah, Mick Rory, he'll switch sides, but they didn't actually think about the backstory that they've given that character within their own writing. It's a great episode and it was fun to watch, but as like a diehard fan and a fan of Mick Rory, I didn't like, they, I just don't feel like they did that character justice in the slightest. Very passionate, very passionate about it. <laughs> I put a lot of thought into it. No, I agree. You're right. You know, Mick is like the 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 the, you know, kind of a team, and he's he's portrayed kind of um, stupid in the in the first few seasons, like the first two seasons or three I don't know and um like like his IQ is not very high he's portrayed like that but then he suddenly <laughs> spoiler alert he's suddenly a writer 
Yeah, but even as he's an author, a best-selling author, who's making smart decisions about the series that he created, he's still portrayed as dumb. He's still portrayed as not an intelligent... It's always the the butt of the joke. <laughs> McRory, a writer? A romance novelist? Like, yeah, McRory is, is, is a smart, intelligent man. They, they've tried to play him as... as two different sides is, is the Mick Rory whose front is not very smart and says silly things and gets his words mixed up to Mick Rory who is highly intelligent, um, very creative and they only include it when they need a little joke in the storyline. Oh, wouldn't it be funny if Mick was the person that could use this magical book to create a solution to a giant fucking octopus? Do you know what I mean? Like, it's, it, his intelligence is the butt of a joke and I don't like it. We need justice for Mick Rory. He's a smart, smart man. And they are writing him up as some stupid joke. Yeah. I'm, I just, I don't... Don't give him a backstory in which he's an like an extremely intelligent person. Like think about the way that Kronos was was written. When we were given that character, we were to believe that they were the greatest time hunter or person that ever existed, that was feared by everybody. That person had to be extremely intelligent. And then they're like, ah, it was Mick, isn't that so funny? Because he's so dumb. Like, no, <laughs> like it's not it's not it doesn't add up it's annoying it's like a the it's literally the butt of a joke and it's yeah. not because if if he's doing all these things then he's not dumb exactly i'm nodding my head all the time but people can see it yeah. because i have to remind myself that this is a podcast and people can't actually see me <laughs> and i do i do think as well right see like with Mick's character, like see if they wanted him to be the way that he's written where they'd be like, oh, he's not very smart. Like yeah. write it as a way that like, he has the secret intelligence and it's very clear that it's a secret intelligence and he plays himself as, as not very smart so that people underestimate him or for whatever reason, but don't write him to be that he doesn't even take himself very seriously. Like when he was writing that book, and it was getting to the point where he didn't want to write it anymore or he couldn't keep up or he felt he wasn't doing it justice. He gave it to someone else. That takes like a, a level of maturity and intelligence that they do not write him to have. Exactly. Like he's sitting in the, these corners just eating and snacking all the time. Do you know how much people pick up on when they're not actually participating? Like, he sees everything. He's a smart guy. I'm annoyed. <laughs> I'm really... Like, the eyes and ears from the Wave Rider because he's, like, eating and drinking beer and snacking and stuff. And he's always there, you know? He's, at this point, <laughs> kind of like me at work. Everybody stands around me. I'm just washing dishes and drinking and stuff. And I'm like invisible and everybody talks around me. And then they're surprised that I know stuff. <laughs> exactly. That's kind of like what it's like with me. But yeah. So in response to Miley's favorite parts, it's how, it's how Mick was written to give away all the secrets. Um, yeah. What was the most meaningful part of the episode for you? Or what was your least favourite? Did you do your least favourite? Did I just talk so long that I forgot what's happened so far? 
I did, didn't I? I did. Oops. Did you do your least favorite part? I think so. Um, what was your mean most meaningful part? My most meaningful part. Yes. Um, I'm not sure. I think that for future episodes that are coming up soon, it's pretty meaningful that um, Amaya is recalling like feelings of seeing her future and being in the past like I think that's pretty meaningful but I also think it was really mm-hmm. meaningful that um Sarah mentioned her sister um because obviously we know what's going to come up next so the fact that Laurel has been mentioned again and in like a a light where she was like oh from what my sister told me like she takes what her sister says she believes what her sister says I feel like that was meaningful and and obviously everybody who's not seen it will find out soon why what about you well I think I don't know about most meaningful part but especially meaningful for this season or the show is like um the legends finding out that like how to use not how to use how to destroy the spear because that's important <laughs> you you can't destroy something if you don't know okay. how yep um then that we saw the legion using the spear because we know what's coming next yeah and that we that we learned that that snort is not just a hallucination this time it's actually start like a life from the past time or something for sure like Damien Dark and Malcolm Mullin and you know what I mean just from another time and yeah I think that's pretty meaningful because last time we saw Snart he was a hallucination in mixed mind and now he's like a whole alive and fleshy body, <laughs> if that makes sense. It does. It does. No, I agree. Um, if you could change or add in or take away something from this episode that you feel would make it better, what would you change, add in, or take away? I. First of all, I, of course, I would add you in it, you know. Because I think you will make you would make every episode better, <laughs> even the best one. And then, what would I add? I don't know. I would really like to to add you in the fight scene to do some bow stuff in your white canaries too. Uh-huh. <laughs> that would be really badass. You know, you would be like. <laughs> And then fighting all these bad guys alongside Sarah Lance. Yep. Then that would be great. And I think, I don't know what I think. I think I would, I would let Mick realize sooner that that snort is not a hallucination because you can't get hit in the face by a hallucination, except you have a brain tumor. You know what I mean? Yes, I do. Um, For me, personally, I think I would change the sort of arc of how the Legion gets the spear 
I know that for the storyline, they need to get the spear off of the legends. I would have Eobardon come in and zoom it away. I would not have Mick switching sides. Yes, that's a good one. That's what I would do. Um, so now that we have discussed this episode and I've went on like a 20 minute rant about Mick Rory, um, <laughs> let's just shimmy on over to our famous BLP quiz segment where we ask each other questions about the episode and the other person has to try and answer them. And we encourage everybody who's listening to play along with us and see if you can beat us in the in the quiz. Like shout your answers loud. Maybe we'll hear you shout them proud. 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 Yeah. Um, so why don't you ask the first question? Okay. The first question is, what is the full name of the soldier that helped the legends? I don't know. Okay, it's I don't know how to 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 spell his his middle name though. But okay, John Ronald Royal Tolkien. I knew it was J R R Tolkien. I just didn't know what it stood for. So there we go. Uh, where is the first place we see the legends, and what time? Friends. Yeah. 19 something yes <laughs> i don't know i don't know what um 19 wait let me i'm just gonna guess at this point mm. because i have no idea <sighs> 1975? Sorry, what? I have no idea. I'm pretty what sure it was 1916. 1916. See, that's what I said. That's that's not what you said, Queen. <laughs> <laughs> that's not it. It's not about that. And so, let's shimmy on over on the next question, which I don't have. Um, wait, um, who was Amaya talking about when she was having the conversation with Mick? Her mother? Yes! Ah, go me! Okay, when we are shown the 1916 France at the beginning. We do a jump back in time. How far back in time do we go? I don't know. It's like like how like how many days slash hours before that do the legends seek the final piece of the spear? It said it on the bottom of the screen. It said like forty-eight hours? No, Queen, it was seventy-two hours earlier. Oh, 72. That's like three days. 48 is two days. Yeah. I know maths a little bit. Um, what did Mick use the Sparrow of Destiny for? Uh, a butt scratcher. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. 
<laughs> How many different ways could Sarah kill you with the end, like one of the pieces of the spear? In ten. Ten different ways. Yes, Queen. Ten different ways. Yes. I don't have any more questions, I think. Oh, I do. Oh, I have one more. What did Snart call the legends? Oh, I don't know. When he talked to Mick. I don't know. Losers. Yep, that makes sense. Okay, um, I have some questions. What is Rip Hunter's favorite candy? Candy? Candy. Oh, I don't know. You don't know Rip Hunter's favorite candies? Oh, candy. That's what I was I'm like, saying. Candy. candy. I was like, what the fuck is a candy? Oh okay. my god, no. <laughs> okay. A candy. candy? I don't know, candy. Um, Marshmallows? No, I don't know. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> he literally says it to Jax. Jax Firestorm says, like, what's your favorite candy? And then walks up to the thingy and transmutates the prism thing into jelly beans jelly beans oh that's great do you not remember this part of the episode and now i do yep there you go so relating to that what color of jelly bean does rip hunter eat red blue blue yeah. red and blue see i i was referring to supergirl what does it say on the spear of destiny Something in Latin? I don't yeah. know. So what does it say? I don't speak Latin. Neither do I. I fucking wrote it down. I don't know. Something in Latin. So I get half a point. <laughs> no, you do not. You would get half a point if you could tell me what it says in English. In, in, how am I supposed to know in English? Because they tell us in the episode. Oh. Tick tock, tick tock, tick tock. Okay. We came, we saw, we kicked Caesar's ass. No, no. that's not it. But so it's, it's like, a very iconic quote. It's like, okay. Natum de Sanguini, something as Sanguini, basically. I'm not reading Latin to you. If you knew it, I would have given you the point. However, it, it means uh, born of blood, undone by blood. It's literally mm -hmm. like a whole big part of the episode. Right, right, right. I remember that. I'm sure you do, yeah. Um, I'm you what? Um, I don't know that I have any more questions, but I'm just checking. Um, no, I don't. But I did find something that I meant to mention earlier and I forgot to. But did you notice when Amaya was like pretending to be a nurse in the medical like tent, she switches to her English accent? Yes. I never, it's the first time out of all the times I've seen this episode that I actually noticed that. Yeah. It's kind of like with Amaya, I noticed it in this episode and before, I don't know how or something, but I just knew that the actress that plays Amaya, like Maisie, has an English accent. But with, with, with Jax, I was actually so, so, oh. so... 
so surprised and stuff when I watched the panel for the first time because there he just talks naturally in his English accent and I was like, <laughs> I knew he was English. What are you talking about? <laughs> I knew that one. Um, That's so really funny. Now that we've came to the end of our quiz segment, it's time for us to move on over to our Who Said It segment. Nisi, yes. what happens in this part of our podcast? In the Who Said It segment, we have quotes written down from the episode and the other one has to guess who said it. Basically, yep, that's the one. Yep. Uh, so I, I'll go first this time. How about that? Yes. Okay. Um, it's not too late to use it. Um, Sarah. No. Jax. No. I don't know, man. Amaya. Amaya. Okay. <laughs> Maybe the spear can do it, can do that for her. Maybe the spear can do that for her? Mm-hmm. Mick? Yes. Yeah. Go me. Okay. Yes. Let's not make it a habit. Mm. Amaya? No. Jax? Mm. Sarah? No. Mick? Yes. Yes, great. <laughs> um, not to mention it's great to reach those hard-to-reach places. Mick. <laughs> yeah. Mick fucking Rory. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Well, that's remarkable. Well, that's remarkable. Sounds like Stein. That's because it is. Well done. Thank you. Um, well, as Mr. Rory demonstrated, in the wrong hands, this divine artifact can be put to truly horrific use. That would be Professor Stein. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, everyone, get the hell out of here. Sarah? Yes, of course. I don't think I have any more. Oh, I just found another question. Can I ask you a quiz question? Because I sure you can. Thanks, Queen. What's the name of the person that Nate dated when he was in Oxford? Oxford dating person? Uh, Wendy. Wendy. I I like that name actually. I named our dog after that, but not the Wendy that Nate dated, but the Wendy in Peter Pan. Yeah. Okay, um that was great. It's time to change the game. Mm, Gideon. No. (laughs) But it could have been said by the Gideon. Well it could have been said by anybody, but it wasn't. (laughs) It was said by a specific person. Uh, Sarah? No. Ray? No. Jax? No. Mick? No. Amaya? Nope. Then I don't know. Damien Dark. Oh, I would have (laughs) never guessed that. (laughs) Well, clearly, because you mentioned all the legends and still didn't get it. 
When did he say that? Um, when he was talking to Thorn and realized that the spear had been stolen, he was like, it's time to change the game. Oh, right. Boop, boop, boop. Boop, okay, boop, boop, I remember. Boop. I don't have any more quotes. I do. I enjoy long stories. I do too. Um, but I don't know. Maybe Mick? No. No, that is not a Mick thing to say. What am I talking about? Um, um, Amaya. Talking. Talking? Talking. The man. Oh, right. That makes sense. He enjoys long stories because he writes long stories. And then Nate said he does. See, see. Um, okay, let's see if I got any more. That makes sense, actually. I'm, I'm a stupid. Okay. Um, I'm not the religious type. Mm, Sarah? No. Who said that? Mick. Ah, makes sense though. Yeah. Um, pretty pathetic, if you ask me. Also me? No. Sarah? No. Nate? No. Who would say that? That would be Snart. Oh. I always forget that he's in this episode. Because he died. Like, hello. All right. Um, I've got one more. All right. Hard way it is. Hi. Hard way it is? Hard way it is. Oh. Snart? No. Mick? Mm-mm. I don't know. Ray? <laughs> Did you watch this episode? Yes. Are you sure? Yes. It doesn't seem really good. All right, I have none more anyway. Um, I have none. No more. I have no more anyway. Um, which means, obviously, that I am the winner, for I am the champion of questions. Um, yes, you are the winner. Always. It means it's time for us to go to our finish the quote segment, which is very similar to our who said it. We have quotes from the episode, except this time we give you half of the quote and the other person has to finish the quote. Um, play along with us. See if you remember what was said during this episode. Yes. Should I take it away? I mean, I feel like yes would be the answer to that. Okay. Don't play. With that. With is right, but not that. It? Don't play with me. No? I don't know. Don't play with fire, Mick. Yeah, that sounds about right. Oh, I remember. The, yeah. There we go. Realization. According to this map, Jesus's blood is in a box. Is somewhere over there. Right. In a box. That's not the quote, but okay. But I'm right. Okay. It's not useless. 
It's not useless. Yes. Who said it? Sarah. It's not useless. I don't know. I could think of 10 different ways to kill you with it. Yes, it's not useless. I know 10 different ways to kill someone with this. Yeah, there you go. Um, they could use the... Spare of destiny to destroy reality. No. But it did make sense <laughs> this it's time. not the quote. <laughs> <laughs> what is the quote? They could use the adult supervision. Uh, also, did you like how Sarah called um, Rip, Nate, and Ray the Backstreet Boys? <laughs> yeah, that was great. I like this. <sighs> Please don't tell me. You used the Spear of Destiny as a back scratcher. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, go me. Um, that is not a scratcher. Dad, Ray, Ray? No, that would be Stein. Oh, that's a wrong segment. Wait, yep. that is not a scratcher. That is the spear of destiny. Of any variety. Oh, right, of any variety. Yep. You're in my head. You're an illusion. No. An illustration. No. Uh, I don't fucking know. You're an illumination. Illumination. I was close. <laughs> I was so close. You know, I love how Mick Rory actually mixes up these words because it reminds me of me. Yep, yep, yep. Because I did that I'll too. give you two opportunities. Oh. Yes, exactly. Like, I, I mix up words that sound in my head like they well, have the, 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 the similar beginning or something like op Listen, op the best part about that was that you truly believed you had it right <laughs> yeah i was just going with it you know yep. all right i've got one more finish the quote and it is follow the outlier follow the outlier and you'll be led to the wizard of us no, that would be follow the outlier, then push further still. Another oh. massive part of the episode that you don't know. <laughs> I know, I know. I know, I remember now. Are you sure? Yes, yes, yes. Press further still. Push further still. Yeah, that's what I said. That's not what you said. Maybe. <laughs> Not maybe, actually. <laughs> Further still, pushing. Uh -huh. Do you have any more quotes, Boo-Boo? No. Okay, well that means that we're at our fun Beagles Legends podcast segment, which is our Would You Rather segment. Yes. Yes, Nisi, take it away. Take it away. Take it okay. away. Sorry, In our sorry. Would You Rather segment, we ask a question and we have two options that we can choose from and we discuss then which of those two options we would rather right yeah 
I did I did get it right this time. Yes, didn't I? you did. Oh, thank you. That's very kind of you. We've only been doing it for a year, so. Right? Okay. So, would you rather have super sensitive taste or super sensitive hearing? Taste. And what? No, not taste. Hearing, for sure. Because what if something tastes like crap and then you taste it more than everything else? No, I want to hear shit. Yeah. I was going with hearing too. Wow. I like this question. I like this question because it reminded me of uh, Cara Denver's super hearing. And I like that that she can super hear stuff. Wow. <laughs> um, we're going to post so, this question yeah. for everybody else also. Just throwing that out there. We forgot to say that at the start. But yeah, yeah. So you would you would rather super hearing because you want to be like Supergirl, but you're not half-assed if something tastes really bad and you get it more? Like, No, I don't, like you said, I don't want to taste something that tastes very weird. And if, if I taste this like very intense, more intense than other people taste it because I have super super taste or something yeah and it doesn't taste good then this is kind of gross and yeah. i would like to hear from a distance what people are talking about for sure um so yeah this is going to be posted on social media on our stories as a poll and you can tell us which one you would rather and then you can also go into the next story and tell us why um if we and, remember to post it and 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 we um a reply to your answer why and post it on our story yeah for sure um so that means it's time for our hypothetical fight segment which is where we take two characters and we discuss what would happen if they got in a fight with each other and i just want to be perfectly clear this is not a favoritism thing a lot of the answers that i got on our previous hypothetical fight question that we posted on social media as a poll was Supergirl would win because I like her more. And it's like, that's not what it is. I want to talk about who would win in an actual fight. Like, I want to, I don't want to know who your favorite is out of the two. I want to know who, who physically would win in this fight. And um, like, a lot of people were like, Supergirl would win this fight because she can fly. It's like, you're literally just picking your favorite character because if you bothered to actually check, you would know Wanda can also fly. So it's just like, great, tell us your favorite if you want to tell us your favorite. However, if you want to talk about the fight, actually like think about the two characters and their strengths and weaknesses in combat. That's what we're doing here, right? Yeah. So this week's fight will also be posted on our story as a poll. Um, and yeah, we can uh, discuss what would happen if there was a battle between Maria Hill from S.H.I.E.L.D. Um, and Ava Sharp from the Time Bureau slash the Legends. Ooh. Ooh. 
Okay. So why don't you take it away then? Okay. I feel like this would be a good fight because I feel like both of them will have had extremely similar training to each other, being that they both work for a typical government-y style agencies. Um, they were both very high up in the chain of command. Obviously, Ava did then go on to lead the Time Bureau. However, they were both very high up in the chain of command. They both served directly under the director at one point. Um, and they are both skilled at fighting. I feel like it would be an extremely impressive thing to witness. However, that being said, taking Maria Hill from where we have seen her up until most recently, where she's still kicking ass in S.H.I.E.L.D., and taking Ava from where we've seen her most recently, Ava Sharp wins because she has had more growth from where she was initially, I feel like she's going to kick ass. Yeah, I think so too. But because Rip said at the beginning when we met Ava, he explained to Sarah that she, when Ava was, and not Ava, when Sarah was questioning, and I think she asked Rip, or he, he just mentioned it, I don't know. But so uh, there was that conversation about Ava having the same fighting skills or technique or something like Sierra, but Ava was never in the League of Assassins, so. Yeah, Ava's yeah. programmed to have however many different types of combat skills. She can do different types of martial arts. She can use different yeah. types of weapon. So can Maria Hill though, she can, do all of this as well you give that girl a bat and she's gonna know how to use it you give her a gun a sword or whatever she can use it like that woman is fierce but i do think that like the arc that ava has gone on wherein she has seen and done more since her training whereas maria hill sort of fell off the map when shield fell apart she was working like incognito she went private she was like doing all that sort of stuff which you'll see throughout um, watching the Marvel series, Z's. Um, I don't feel like she kept up as much of her um, fighting as she did more um, like working. Whereas Ava has went from being this time bureau person to being a legend. She's out there like kicking ass with like sniper guns and shit like that, you know? She's doing the thing, yeah. She's she's right there in the thick of it. So I just feel like Ava's training is gonna be more fresh in her brain. That's why I'm going with her. Yeah. It's like it's like um personal personality growth also from Ava. Because she went from this very strict ruled behaving a person time bureau director to the less strict more relaxed and more emotional yeah but that could be a person thing i know but that also led her to be a legend and also led her to use more fight skills like her emotion didn't lead to her using her fighting though that was circumstance 
her emotion right. for Sarah, but it was the circumstances around Sarah that led to that, not the circumstances around Ava. But having that emotion and that, like, something to lose could be a bad thing because she could be more hesitant. She could be less eager to charge straight in and put everything on the line if she's scared that she could get hurt. Whereas Maria Hill, as far as I'm aware, doesn't really have anything like that going for her. She's like a spy. She's trained hard for it. That's all she has. So she's got nothing to lose. She's just fighting for herself. Like she can go all in. And it works both ways. Ava might fight harder because she does have something to lose and doesn't want to, but she could also have that. Like, you know, we talk about Sarah, like which version of Sarah would be a better fighter? The Sarah who's gone softer now that she's in love and, and, and experiencing life rather than just going through with everything or Sarah who was cold League of Assassins. And we always tend to come back to the old Sarah, the Lee of Assassin Sarah is more fierce than our current Sarah. She's still badass, but that one's more badass. And I feel like if you apply that to Ava, then it could bring up that same circumstance. Would she still be as badass or I don't know, something to think about though, for sure. Interesting. Yeah. What do you think? Like which version of Ava? is more like fighting wise not like personality or anything like that wise like human wise like fighting skills um i don't know actually like in the beginning the the fight scene that we get with ava and sarah when they're like fighting each other that's very that's very intense you know and but also it's really badass when Ava is like shooting all those people in Genghis Khan episode. She's like, yeah, but going back to what you just said, seeing that first fight between Sarah and Ava, like the very first one, Ava, Sarah manages to disarm Ava, but that's because Ava gets distracted. But like in that second toe-to-toe fight that they do where they end up finding out they're pretty much equally matched, Ava yeah. Sharp manages to disarm Sarah Lance of one of her battens like you know she's like that version of Ava we've not quite seen that that same level of fierce fighting we've seen her use guns but like you don't have to be a skilled fighter to use a gun yeah you just have to know how to use a gun do you know what I mean whereas that actual skill that she was using was really impressive we need yeah. to see more of that I hope we see more of that because that's that's pretty badass. I hope we do know that Sarah is not on the ship and Ava has to be stepped in as co-captain and has to fight her way through to the way for her love. For sure. <laughs> for sure. But yeah, I'm going, I'm going Ava. Where do you land? Also Ava? Yeah, I think so. I'd be really interested to hear other people's views on that though because obviously it's definitely a possibility that Maria Hill could win. Um, now that we have discussed our hypothetical fight, the last thing that we have left on our itinerary effectively is our Arrowverse notable quotable segment where we discuss our favourite quotes from the Arrowverse. Um, any show, any character. Nisi, do you have one? Yes, of course I have. 
Of course I do. Okay. Forgiveness isn't something you give yours you give someone who's hurt you. Forgiveness is something you give to yourself. Who said that? Alex Danvers. I'm pretty sure I said that one in a couple of episodes ago, and it's such a beautiful quote. I don't know if you did. If you I, did, then I'm sorry. Oh, no. It, that can, it, just because it was one of my favourites doesn't mean it can't also be one of your favourites. That's not how this works. You can say it too. But I'm pretty sure when I said it, you went, oh, that was mine. Oh, I'm sorry. But don't be sorry. Like, you can have the same favourites as me. Oh, I can okay. have the same favourites as you. That's allowed. Okay. okay. You can have the same favourite every week if you like. It's your favourite. <laughs> you know, I always say sorry. And then when you're like, oh, don't be sorry. You uh, say sorry. I want, I want to say, okay, sorry. Yep, 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 yep. Okay, my quote is, life is beautiful and terrible all at the same time. But if we're only living part of it, then we're not living at all. Sarah Lance. Sarah Lance. Um, so yeah, if you've made it to this part in our episode, I would like to take a really quick second to let you know that as of today, which is the 10th of April, we have a competition running online where you can win a one-on-one -on -one call with Courtney Ford from Legends of Tomorrow, aka Nora Nora, Fairy Godmother. Um, it's a two-minute call. It's virtual. You can do it from anywhere in the world. Um, it's completely free. It does not cost you anything to enter. You can find it on our social medias at Bebo's Legends on Twitter or at Bebo's Legends Podcast on Instagram or TikTok as well. Um, the rules are simple. You just repost the post post our just giving link you don't have to give to it if you can we would very much appreciate it that page is for stonewall which is an amazing charity uh working very hard to bring awareness and security for lgbtq plus communities all over the world um so yeah just post that picture post the link for just giving and um make sure you're following us and you could be in with a chance of winning a one-on-one -on -one virtual meet with Courtney Ford. The winner for that will be announced by April 24th at our live stream event. So if you're listening to this after that point, unfortunately, I'm really sorry you've missed out on this competition, but there will be more in the future. Um, but as of today, the 10th, you have like two weeks to get yourself entered into that. So Thank you so much for listening to our podcast. We love you guys. Make sure you come back next week. We'll see you then slash you will hear us then. Love you. Love you. Emo's Legends podcast. I la la love you too. <laughs> <laughs>